What's going on, all my Spotify members and Anchor members? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle here to bring you another episode. <clears throat> um, got a few things to talk about tonight. Long story short, my friend's still in the hospital. She's still kicking. Um, it made me feel really good today when she actually responded back to my comments. Uh, she said that she really wanted a good home-cooked meal when she made it home. <clears throat> She's been in there for over a week now, I do believe. Not quite two weeks, but over a week. And, um, I haven't really got a lot of time to talk to her about it yet. But I'm pretty sure that she got COVID. I'm not sure very eye-opening experience, but long story short, uh, oh look, a spider, anyways, there's a spider in my room I just had to kill, I had to pause the podcast for a minute, and I think he's dead, but I didn't smash him, I just uh, sprayed him with some Lysol, so. I don't know, he's still over here in the corner of my room, kind of moving around here and there, but I think he's dead. Either way, I, I, you know, don't deal with spiders very well. You know, just the thought of them getting in one of my shoes, or the thought of them getting in my bed or something, just freaks me the fuck out. And this is an old building, it's got a lot of cracks and crevices. Um... So yeah, I didn't want to give him a chance to come back and eat my face off when I'm asleep. I walked into a spider web a couple nights ago in the kitchen and it was like strung all across the fucking place. And he was nowhere to be found, but most likely this is him. Either way, back to the podcast. So, like I said about my friend, she, uh, I don't, I don't know what kind of progress she's been making, but it seems like she's been making some. And, uh, it's somebody that I used to work with. She's been moved o- over into Arizona, into Phoenix, for, uh, a while now. She's been coming... Uh, she came into town a little while back to meet up with some family because she had a family member that died. I'm pretty sure it was her dad, but, uh, so she's had a rough time. She had her dad die, and then not too long after that, she just got COVID, uh, and that's gotta fucking suck having all those tubes down your throat and all that shit and IVs in your arm for weeks at a time man anywho I'm off work tomorrow so I'm gonna end up going over to my mother's house hang out with her for a little bit but um Tonight, I'm just going to chill at home. I ordered some pizza, so I'm just waiting for that. Uh, they said that they're making it, but I haven't heard anything back about whether they're delivering it or not. So, either way. The reason why I'm ordering pizza is because I didn't really have that much of an option. And when I say that, I mean, there's two restaurants right by my job, literally right across the street, but one of them doesn't take a card, they only take cash, and they only have the drive-thru open, and they usually close at about 9 o'clock, and it's very, very busy all the way up until 9. 
And besides, it's not really anything to really brag about. So, Dairy Queen, on the other hand, is really good. Um, my co-worker had talked about running over there for me to get a couple burgers and stuff, but he ended up forgetting about me. So, <clears throat> I said, well, I gotta eat something. I don't have anything here to eat, so I gotta eat something. I don't have a chain on my bike to lock it up still and uh, so I can't go to the store to get anything so here lately it's really just been me living off of gas station food and ordering out I've ordered Jimmy John's numerous times uh, I ordered Pizza Hut a couple times Papa John's once or twice. <clears throat> so, I don't usually like buying pizza because it's expensive. It gets really expensive really easily. And, um, when I say that, I mean, I spent $30 almost on pizza tonight. And all I got was two medium pizzas with two toppings on it. And, a uh, chicken bacon sub sandwich that they have. So, anywho, it's really nice to just be able to come home, relax, and get something delivered. Because I don't do that very often. Especially whenever I don't have the money. So, anyways... I uh, didn't get out to do anything really my last day off and so I need to go and, and do some shopping and stuff and I'm really hoping that I can get that done tomorrow I don't know but um, I'm waiting on the um, pizza people but right now we're gonna go ahead and smoke some weed I haven't smoked anything all day at work, so. Mmm, <sighs> smells so good. If I had smell-o-vision on this podcast. Mmm. Gotta clear out this old stuff first. So I've got a real nice tip for the pizza delivery dude. <clears throat> I uh I tip pretty well, generally, if I've got it for sure. And um the last dude got like a six, seven dollar tip, I do believe. I was kind of tipsy already, but I um I usually tip pretty well, so to just ride, you know, from where the pizza place is to where I live, it's like two miles. I can literally ride my bike over there in 10-15 minutes for sure. And when you're in a car, to just drive five minutes up the road and make five dollars is a pretty good tip in my opinion. So Anyways, I know a lot of people don't tip. I do. And I made sure that when I placed my order, that it was placed by Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Which I think is still the funniest fucking thing ever. But... <coughs> Half the time, nobody knows who the fuck Ted Kaczynski is. The last pizza kid that I got with it, he thought that uh, Ted Kaczynski was a World War II bomber. <laughs> and 
It's funny because I told him my name was Ted Kaczynski. And then I asked him if he really knew who Ted Kaczynski was. And he said, is that a World War II bomber? Like a pilot. And I laughed at him and said, no. <laughs> now, if my name's Ted Kaczynski, and I ask you, do you know who Ted Kaczynski is? And you say, a, a World War II pilot? I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it also doesn't make sense that I'm using the name Ted Kaczynski, but... <laughs> Anywho... So I uh, killed the itsy bitsy spider, and um, he's not squirming around anymore. That makes me sleep a little bit better. And uh, man, this chilling is hot. It's pretty toasty. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why, but I've been really itching in a lot of different places. Like my nose, on the back of my neck, inside my ears, uh, right up above my lip. For some reason, I've just been getting these little, you know, itch fits. I don't know. Mmm. It's really irritating though. Ears fucking itching on the inside. That fucking sucks. So I've been I've been wanting to get into cooking again. I told my coworker this story, he said cooking at home. I said, well, yeah, but gourmet cooking, you know, fine dining, pretty much. And he's like, oh, because I used to be really good at it. And when I say really good at it, I mean really good. I started out with no skills at all in the kitchen. And um, I learned how to sharpen a knife. I learned how to use a knife. Um, I learned how to get a lot faster with a knife without cutting my fingers off. I learned how to prep food. I learned how to make the plates look good to send them off to the cook before they went out. And I know I, I learned about time management. So there's a lot of things that I learned from cooking whenever I was doing it as a job. pizza's on the way. <laughs> so I'm going to pause this for now and then continue whenever I get done. Alright. <clears throat> okay. Back on the podcast. Just got the uh, pizza delivered. Um, and got to talking to my next door neighbor. She said that they're going to have a uh, Halloween party. A costume party on the 30th. And... So, I added my, uh, <clears throat> my other friend, which is her husband, on Facebook. His name's Tim. Good people. Really good people, so far. Um, really down to earth. They smoke weed. He's like 36 or something, and she's like my age, but anyways... I haven't been to a party in a while, and um, so I decided to go ahead and uh, think about inviting one of my other friends to this party and see if he's okay with it. But my other friend doesn't seem like he's really interested, so I'm not going to go asking my neighbor about it until I get a definitive answer. So. Anyway, sounds like fun. My neighbor said that he was trying to get into a character 
for the Halloween party. I don't know what that means, but... I haven't been thinking about doing any costumes or anything. I didn't know what I was going to dress up as. So... But now it's kind of like down to the nitty gritty. There's not a lot of time. Um, I do have to do some shopping or whatnot, so I guess I'll probably just get my costume at the same time. But I don't know. It's going to be really dope because the 30th. At the stroke of midnight, turns into All Hallows' Eve. Turns into the 31st. A lot of people wait to have all their fun until the 31st. And then by 1 or whatever in the morning, it's not the 31st anymore. So, but I'm going to be off work that day. Because it's going to be a Saturday. So, I figured why not. You know, it sounds like a good time. So, give us a chance to smoke, eat some food, talk about shit, maybe play some games. It sounds like fun to me. So anyways, the pizza delivery guy came. Some young kid. And, um... Long story short, I didn't ask him if he knew who Ted Kaczynski was, but <clears throat> uh, he had no idea, I can tell. Anyways, he gave me his stuff after I sat outside talking to the neighbor for a minute. It was kind of awkward, because I'm out there waiting on the pizza, and she comes outside on their front porch, playing music, and smoking and so I peeked my head around the corner I'm like hey what are you up to and she's like uh, kind of looking at me weird I don't know like she was scared or something I don't know it's like she didn't even know who I was at first and I've been over there like two or three times so and then told me that they were going to be having a party, so, I don't know, she's really kind of strange, I like messing with, I like dealing with her husband more than her, she's a little weird, she, she reminds me of, uh, that one movie, Dear John, with that blonde girl in it, what's her name? Got the bug eyes. She's blonde. Hmm. Hmm. Let me look that up right now. Hold on. She looks just like her. Almost. Amanda Seyfried. That's who she looks like. S-E-Y-F-R-I-E-D. Hmm. Looks just like her. But she's kind of weird. Kind of strange. Even whenever I go over there to chill, I don't really hang out with her that much. She's not very talkative. But, you know, it is what it is. I go over there to chill with... with Tim anyways. So... Mm. There's some sirens going on. Either somebody's house is on fire or somebody's had a heart attack or somebody's been shot. <laughs> huh. Anyways, the pizza guy pulled up. Back to the story. And he finally finds the place and he comes up and 
I said, you must be Johnny, because his name was Jonathan. And he's like, well, yeah, that's what some people call me. <laughs> and so I said, well, I've got exact change for the pizza. And I'm sure that at that moment, he probably thought, well, great, I'm not, I'm not going to get tip. You know, he's got exact change. I'm not going to get tip. So I handed it to him. I said, this is the exact change for the pizza. And then I reached in my pocket and said, and this is for you. And I gave him a $5 bill. And he was ecstatic about that. It made his night, I think. Like, he doesn't get tipped that often. So it made me feel really good because he really appreciated it. You could really tell just the way that he, you know, thanked me for it. And I'm sure he doesn't get tipped that much. But it was one of his last deliveries probably of the night. And that'll put, you know, a couple gallons of gas in his tank. So I like uh, seeing people's face light up. I love making their day. So this year, I think during Christmas time, I'm going to order pizza. And I'm going to tip the delivery driver really good. And when I say really good, I mean probably the best tip that he's ever got. Like a $50 tip or a $100 tip. Something like that. Because nowadays, we need people that want to go to work. We need people to get rewarded for what they do. It's really shitty being a fucking delivery driver to begin with. And why not give back to people who really deserve it? People who are working hard. Instead of people that don't work, that are sitting on their ass getting paid. So, I'd rather give it to somebody who's working and struggling and they're just coming up. If I was an 18-year-old or 20-year-old pizza driver again, whenever, you know, if I can go back, I would want somebody to do that for me. I mean, just think about it. It's Christmas time. I don't know. I've been wanting to do something really nice. I, mean, I, I don't know why, but I like to give back. I like to do that every once in a while. And um, those people don't ever expect that you're going to do that. Like I said, they're just struggling to make ends meet. They're, they're, they're getting in their car and they're like, you know... Uh, here we go again, you know, hopefully it's not a creepy guy, or a, hopefully I get a tip, you know, I'm probably, that's, that's probably what they think the whole time that they're driving to the location, is, I hope I get a tip, you know, because it's pretty much the equivalent to a server or a waiter, you would tip your server, right? You know, they, they bring you what you need, they make sure everything's right, you tip your server, so why not tip your pizza guy good, and I feel like pizza delivery people are really underrated, they're not tipped as well as they should be, there's a lot of waitresses out there that don't get tipped like they should be. So, maybe I'll go to a diner, and I'll pick out the youngest waiter there, or waitress. Maybe she's struggling a little bit, maybe she's new. Maybe she's got three kids, who knows? Who knows the situation? But, they could use that, you know... Sometimes you need an angel. Sometimes you need somebody to just help you out. 
I remember whenever I worked for a company, I used to wash windows. And, um, we used to go and do government buildings, uh, companies that were downtown. Uh, we used to do residential buildings as well. And sometimes you'd get a customer that would tip, um, the workers, but the people that I was working with was crooked and they might pocket three quarters of it and say, oh, here's a $10 tip that they gave us for each of us, when really it was like a $100 tip, you know, so anyways, during Christmas time, they would give you $100 in cash. Not a check that you had to go cash. They'd give you $100 in cash. And then they'd also have a Christmas dinner. And it was good. It was like uh, roasted pork loin and um, roasted duck. You know, it was really good food. <clears throat> and... That $100, you know, back then, made my day. It made my week. It probably made my month. $100 just given to me, just out of the bottom of somebody's heart, really made my fucking day. So, not a lot of people have the money to do that. And I don't have the money to really do that, but... I don't know, something about seeing somebody's face light up, seeing somebody be grateful for what you're actually doing, is the icing on the cake. That, that makes me feel better as a person. So, you know, I said whenever I got that $100 tip, uh, whenever I got that $100 Christmas present, it made me feel great. But giving somebody $100 is going to make me feel even greater. So. So. So far this year. Looking back at it. Has been a great year. I've learned a lot of shit. I've grown a lot. Even whenever I thought I knew it all. I still grew a lot more. I found myself a lot more. Um. And not only that, but I met some pretty cool people this year. I met people that I got along with, you know, my co-workers and stuff that I get along with, but also my next door neighbor is really cool. Um, and then just at my homeboy's birthday party, I met an artist, a young artist that's about my age. Who's trying to get his name out there that can't get it out. And I think I may have talked about this in my last podcast. But. It's just pretty awesome that I know somebody that has such great talent. And I want to expose him. I really want him to get the uh, notoriety that he deserves. He's been talking about how he's tried and tried and tried. He goes to different venues or different shows to put on a show. But he still hasn't put out a CD yet, for one. And he still hasn't had anybody sign him, for two. And honestly, you don't need a sound studio to record. I mean, he's got... A little booth in his house that he records out of. But all of the music that I heard him sing. Was really fucking good quality. And it's because of the microphone that he uses. So. Hmm. But to be able to take those tracks. Produce them. Edit them. Whatever. And then. Um, put them on the CDs and then distribute those CDs 
is how you get your name out there. Putting out cards and whatnot, advertising your, your links for your web page. And I told him, I rap too. It's been a little bit since I've spit some bars. But if I get to drinking, I get to smoking, I get to hanging out, I can I can rap. So <clears throat> I gotta really be into the beat. I gotta really be fucked up. I gotta really be loose. I gotta really be, you know, able to just spit different rhymes. So But he told me I can go over there sometime, we can uh, maybe make a song together. And I gave him my input on what I thought was right on, uh, he needed to put out, I told him he needed to put out a little sample CD with like three tracks on it, four tracks. He wanted to put out seven, eight, nine tracks. I told him that's a whole fucking album. That's a whole CD. And he didn't want to hear it. You know, he wanted to put out his all of his music. I'm like, you can't put all your music out for free. You have to, you have, to have people that want to buy it. And people aren't going to want to buy it if they don't know who you are. So you got to get your name out there first. And then have people that actually want to buy it. The only way you do that is if you put out two or three hits. And I'm talking about these... these Songs were like radio hits. I could definitely see them being played on the radio. So. You put that out. And. Put out 200 copies here. 200 copies there. 200 copies here. All across the fucking city. Everybody's going to be driving around. In the hood. Playing that fucking rap music. And they're going to be like. Who's that? Who's that? Everybody's going to be asking, who's that that you're playing? That's how you get your notoriety. And then, you, you have those people that, you got your webpage. They, they go to your webpage and they're like, I want to see when he's going to drop his fucking single. I want to see when he's going to drop this next single. I want to see when he's going to put up an actual CD. And then you can sell that shit. I need to talk to him more about it, but he seemed like he was very interested in making me his producer, but he still seemed like he was kind of on the fence about it. He loved my ideas on how to get his name out there. He even told me that if you can help me get my name out there and you make me big, I will pay you back a hundred times. And, um, like I said, I'm not in it for the money right now. I'm just in it for the notoriety. Because I know when I put this shit out, and he gets big, people are going to be, like, asking him, who's a good producer? Who's somebody that I can get my name out with? And then they're going to come to me. Because experience is everything. You know somebody that knows somebody. That person tells 10 people. That person tells 100. You know, like... It, it goes on and on and on. It spreads like wildfire. Especially nowadays with social media. Like, think about trying to put out the word back in the 90s. When they didn't have Facebook. They didn't have YouTube. They didn't have Pandora to listen to it on. You know how hard it was to get your name out? You can go play little gigs at different shows, but still. And that's another thing. He needs to be going to Las Vegas and Colorado and California. And he needs to be uh, dropping off some of these CDs along the way. Spreading the word. I could be advertising his name on Facebook. I could be advertising his name on Spotify. I mean... So, 
he needs to get with somebody like me. Somebody that has an actual head on his shoulders. Who knows what it's going to take to get it done. He's got all these people that hang out around him that's his buddies. Who want a piece of the pie, but they ain't doing shit. They ain't helping him. <laughs> Anyways. It's really crazy how I went to a party. And I met this dude. Just a really laid back chill dude. And the other guy that was with him. There was three black dudes. That just showed up to the party. I didn't know any of them, but supposedly a couple of the people there did. Um, and out of the three, he was the most mature one. He was the one with a head on his shoulders. So, really took an interest on getting to know him. He has a lot of different conspiracy theories, but... Like I said before, it makes you really stop and think about um, things in general. So, and it's really crazy on how that night, me, my friend, and him partied pretty much all night long and all day until one in the afternoon. And it's crazy how everything that has to do with race, everything that has to do with skin color, goes out the fucking window. When you're doing drugs together, and you're having a good time, and you're drinking, and you're making music, and you just, I don't know what it is, but there there's no such thing as racism at that point. I felt like he was an actual brother to me. That's how close that I got to know this dude within one night of having a party. That's how crazy it is. So, um, I trust the guy to a certain extent. I'm not going to say I fully trust him, but <clears throat> I trust him pretty damn well. And that's the thing about meeting good people. You can tell when they're genuine, you can tell when they're good people he's not a scumbag he's not ghetto he's not racist and I can usually tell within the first 10 minutes hmm. this dude was not racist one of the first black people that I've actually just met in one night well, no, there was one other guy. I'll get into that in a minute. But one of the only ones that I've met where you just hit it off. You become good friends. And um, at, my, at my old apartment, there was a neighbor, a black guy, that he was into dealing drugs and shit and... He had, I think, a repossession note out on his car. And whenever I got my car taken away, I didn't have anything parked in my driveway. And so he came to me one night. And he's like, hey, man, do you care if I uh, park my car here up against your house, up against the side of your apartment? Because it's kind of hidden away from the street. I said, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You know, I'm not parking there, so if I have company over, then yeah, you're going to have to move it. But, and from there, we started talking. He's like, hey, you know, you smoke weed? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, do you drink? I'm like, yeah, I drink from time to time. And um, he was like, well, how about we go out and, and have some fun? Why don't I take you out? We can have some fun. So he takes me over to his his other uh, 
brother's house. I'm going to say his niggas. He had like three or four black friends over at one house shooting dice. And it's over in the fucking ghetto. He's doing drug runs and shit along the way. He has me just sitting in the car, which was a nice-ass car. It was a Dodge Challenger. It was really sweet. Just the, the leather and the, the engine, whenever you'd step on the gas, it was a really smooth car. I'm not going to lie, but he couldn't afford it. He really couldn't afford it. I mean, deep down. And uh, But anyways, he took me from doing his little runs, and then we went over to his buddy's house to shoot dice. And um, it was really awkward at first. But there were one or two other guys there that started kind of having a liking for me. Like I was one of their brothers. And uh, so three of the dudes... Out of like the seven or eight or whatever that was shooting dice. Thought I was really cool white guy. You know. Was really laid back. They knew I wasn't racist. You know. And, and I told them about how I have black family and whatnot. And so we get into playing this, this dice. Shooting dice. And his mother comes out. She'd been drinking and shit. She's one of those mothers that... She's racist as fuck. She hates white people. She doesn't want her son talking to white people. And they had an argument. Her and her son had an argument because she didn't like me just because I was white. And he told her, he's not like that. He's not racist. He's not a bad person. He's my friend. You know, and if you can't accept that, then... Don't fucking talk to me, pretty much. Stay the fuck out of my face. And it got pretty serious. To the point where she was like, okay, if he's your friend and you're gonna accept him, then I accept him, pretty much. But it, it took me a little bit of time talking to his mom to calm her down. To let her know that I'm not just some white motherfucker that, you know, is racist, that... You know, I'm not like them. So. And, um. Eventually, she fucking passed out. She went in her bedroom and passed out. But we stayed up until early in the morning. 10, 11 in the morning playing dice. <clears throat> and it was the same thing. I had to be at work. Within, you know, we stayed up all the way until I had to go to work. It was miserable back then, whenever I did it with Aleo, and it was miserable whenever I just did it with my best friend on his birthday. Holy shit. I felt like a fucking zombie, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was awake, but I felt like I wasn't there. Yeah, after like a certain time, you know, like I said, I did like one line, then I did two lines, and it was up like five, six lines of coke that I did, and they were even offering it to me, and there was a point whenever I turned it down, twice, because there was a certain time whenever I just felt like my heart was slowing down, I couldn't really breathe right, I had to take big, deep breaths. And, um, I was like, I, I've had enough, you know. And, like I said, we stayed up, we stayed up, we stayed up. And then after, it was like right about time to go to work, I was like, I'm regretting this already. I had to go all day at work. And halfway through my shift, I was fucking barely hanging on. So let that be a lesson. <laughs> First of all, let it be a lesson to don't do so much cocaine. 
trying to chase a high. Because, like I said, when you come back down, it's a very, very bad crash. Like, worse than um, an energy drink crash. It's really bad. And, um, yeah, there was, like, many times, and I had a headache. I started getting a headache, like, as soon as I got to work. So, for, like, half of my shift, I had a headache. And I don't usually get those very often. But it was fun while it lasted. It just wasn't fun whenever, you know. But, like I said, had a good time. Met some different people. And uh, I'd probably do it all over again. Anyways, fucking sitting here looking around. I seen this fucking gnat flying around. And now I can't find him. It's really annoying. I can't go to sleep whenever I know that there's a gnat flying around because I'm scared shitless and it's going to fly in my nose or my mouth whenever I'm asleep. Yeah. There's actually been a time or two whenever I've been woken up because there was a gnat that landed on my face. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. So. Gotta find this little stupid gnat and kill it. So anyways. I've noticed a trend on things that I want to buy online. I had a pair of shoes from Nike that I wanted to buy. It was like 160 bucks. Then there was a, a portable washing machine that I wanted to buy. And both of them got sold out before I could buy them. Like two days after I was looking at them. So I thought that was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> Then I got to looking at Rick and Morty Season 5. It's supposed to be coming out on DVD. But the release date is like December something. And, uh... I got to thinking, if I want a copy of that, I better pre-order it. There's an option to pre-order it. But if you don't, then it's going to be like you fighting for a copy of it. Anywho, got a lot of things that I got to sit here and think about tonight. I got to think about how much money I have. Um, how much I have to actually spend. How much I have to spend on other shit. Like my phone bill and all that. Anywho. I gotta think about all that. And then think about if I have enough money left over to even get a costume for this Halloween party. So. <sighs> Do I think I'm gonna have enough money? I don't know. I don't know, but either way, I'm going to sit down tonight and figure it all out. And um, tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to go on a little bike ride over to my mother's neighborhood, spend some time over there, and... Um, Probably go do some clothes shopping. Maybe go look for a new pair of shoes. I don't know.
I need to. I need to go look for a pair of shoes. I've got cash from my tax return still that I can use. But, um, you know, I kind of, I thought about saving it. I was going to save it, I was going to save it, and then I started spending so much of it that I'm like, you know what, eventually it's going to get spent anyways. I was dipping into it for groceries and to buy beer and weed and all kinds of shit. So I'm like, why don't I just use that towards living and whenever it runs out it runs out so all the other money that I get extra through my paychecks I save it because I buy whatever groceries that I've been needing here lately with my tax return money so all the other checks are savings so this check and next check is pretty much free to do whatever I want with it. I've got so many things that I need to buy for winter time that I can't really save it. So still got to get my bike fixed. I still got to go get clothes for the winter. I've got to get shoes. All the meanwhile, I got to pay my phone bill. Still got to buy weed, so, um, but, you know, for this next six months while I'm living here, I'm going to have plenty of money to save for van life. And then before you know it, it's going to be tax time again. Around like April, something like that, and, um. Hopefully, next year I'll get my taxes back a lot faster. Because usually, I don't have that problem. But, this last year was terrible. Utterly terrible. Filed my taxes like April 7th. I didn't get them back until like this last month. Anyways, if you guys have read the news lately, there's a whole big thing with Trump and Biden right now. I'll get on that the next podcast that I do. But, hmm. I smell a pretty big legal battle going on. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast and start another one getting to the 54 minute mark so till the next one it was real it was fun but it wasn't real fun deuces